Hey, how you guys doing? This is Producer from Brothers Comics. Welcome to What We Missed in Wrestling. It is our second part of our WrestleMania 6 podcast. This is the watch along portion. Um, we'll get to why it's a, a separate part here in a little bit. Let's introduce the two combatants. Uh, it's the high flyer and the uh, ground and pound. Again, they'll figure out which one is which. Uh, on the line is uh, Magnum BB. What's happening to me? It's more like the ring general and the dirtiest player in the game, perhaps. Maybe that's better. <laughs> Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So we have been doing these recaps for what we missed in wrestling. We got to WrestleMania six. It was the Hogan versus the Ultimate Warrior match. Uh, the whole card sucked. But when we were doing our preview from when we were going to talk about that podcast, Brother Beavis or Magnum BB brought up to the fact that like, hey, wait a second, there's a match missing on here from what it says <laughs> on Wikipedia to what it actually was and so i think it was match number seven or so on the card uh rowdy piper wrestled bad news brown and the podcast that we had been watching before they had had some bad blood going into some podcasts where they had essentially fought off at i want to say at least two podcasts in a row probably maybe three um you know so they were building towards this feud for this big blow-off match at wrestlemania and Magnum BB brought up to the fact is like, yeah, they took it off of Peacock because um, Roddy Piper went to the match in blackface. Now I'm going to literally sit here <laughs> at the time. And I was like, what? <laughs> I think there was belief that I might've been making that up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, because it sounds so outrageous <laughs> that who the hell in 1990 would go out there and make a match and wrestle a match. In it blackface. sounds outlandish. And then you're like, they probably did that shit. Not yeah, consider so much. The, yeah, consider the source. So I think it was after George Floyd where WWE and other companies got a little bit like, hey, we maybe we shouldn't be promoting stuff that we have on in blackface. So a lot of those things were scrubbed and Uncle Ben couldn't make rice no more. And Aunt Jemima, you know, got a blowout flat, you know, uh haircut. So yeah. So what we wanted to do is, one, we wanted to go back and watch the match because it was incomplete because we hadn't seen it. But two, mm. kind of talk a little bit about racism in wrestling. And my title of this is Racism in Wrestling. <laughs> Yesterday, Today, and Forever. So, yeah. Okay, so Hutch and I will go on this and then Magnum BB will jump in. Okay, so growing up as, you know, poor black boys in the ghetto wrestling's always been a big part of our life or at the time but there'd always been even if we didn't know it hutch like a, a glass ceiling that we thought for our favorite <laughs> black wrestlers that it was like man he's pretty good but they had never seemed to be especially knowing what we know now anywhere near the top of the card would that be fair they didn't i don't think they even fall for the champ for the the world heavyweight championship they might have got the TV title if I think about it hard enough, but I don't think. Yeah, it was very rare. Right. I mean, so if you go from The Rock's dad, Rocky Johnson, to, I mean, even you went for heels like Abdullah the Butcher, Butch Reed, Coco Beware. Like, I oh, mean, yeah, these was... are all dudes that, you know, we're like, hey. Bobo Brazil. Yeah, Bobo Brazil. Like, yeah, uh, I mean, there was just like uh, Ernie Ladd. Like, I mean, these are just dudes that we would know that would be wrestling. And we're like, oh, okay. But there always just seemed to be something that prevented them from getting to that point. 
And that something would be racism, y'all. Um, flat out. Like, you know, it's just in a very what we would call a southern not promotion, but a southern based promotion. Promotion or sport. It's just inbreded into the system of it. And so black wrestlers would be given gimmicks or certain tropes that would continue like, like through their wrestling careers. Would that be fair, Hush? They, I mean, I was I was reading, I was like doing history on this because I was like, there's no way that Rob Simmons could be the first black champion <laughs> officially in 1992. Mm-hmm. Or 91, whatever. So right. I did find this gentleman here. He is the first black world heavyweight champion, Bearcat Wright. And mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. He was yeah. made the world champion in, in the 50s. Okay. I mean, again, that's pre our time. And I may have heard Cornette reference him damn before. Television. <laughs> right. But well, that's the funny thing. And if you look at WWF, they they had ethnic champions before Pedro Morales, Morales, I think Puerto Rican. You know, he he was the world champion there for a little bit, but they never put the strap on a African American person until The Rock. And even WWE. Yeah, we're pushing it, calling the rock black. But that's a different podcast. Right, it it is Asian Pacific Heritage Month. Right, exactly. It's all them category. So, all the tropes that we would like hear, even when we're doing these recap podcasts now, they still exist in modern wrestling, brother Beavis. Athletic, uh, you know, high flyer. Um, it, it, it's it, on watching these podcasts, you know, like the intelligence or insulted of the black wrestlers continually, you know, by Jesse Ventura, the hard head, like all the black wrestlers have the hardest heads. You can't hit them. You break your hands. Like it, looking from your perspective now, what do you see from watching these matches? Don't forget like uh, good dancers. That was the other thing, right? Like a, a oh, good no, sidekick yeah. and a good uh, dancer. Kofi, Kofi yeah. and the, the bootios. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, w- the one thing that I think has, has like, you know, has really stood out is we've talked on a number of occasions about, like, Tito Santana, for example. Like, somebody who had yeah. all the talent in, you know, could out... It, it, if this was legit in any way, it seemed like he ought to be beating more people, but... Even though he had a couple IC runs, like why did he? Why was he like a mid card jobber to the stars? But yeah, I mean you're right. And WWE is is the one case, and you know their ethnic champions were catering. I think that's the one thing is like you, their ethnic champions were because they were catering to the crowds that were coming to the shows, and Mm. whether it's Pedro or Bruno or jyd in louisiana or even to give like um you know maybe coco a run in memphis not as a title or anything like that but just like Mm. it was almost like in a way like another layer of exploitation because it was specifically like that was the draw for a significant portion of the ticket buying crowd in some areas but in terms of carrying the overall weight of the promotion it just it usually wasn't going to happen um, and I think that when, 
you know, when the WWWF was pushing Pedro and Bruno, it was, you know, perhaps because their, their, you know, their audience had shifted to where the, the, you know, those communities were the majority. And so they were, you know, they were almost forced to do that to generate a draw. And then when the business came back, guess who got the belt put on him? You know, the yeah. great white hope, Paul Kogan. So, yeah. I mean, it, and again, like I, I can only speak for our specific ethnicities ourselves. And it's just like, man, jobbers, Rocky King. Yeah, Rocky you know, King. It's like, man, like we would just see like people that look like us just get their asses beat continually. Like, oh, well, the Mokies got beat too. Yeah, but there was a lot of Mokies. There was only like one Rocky King. Oh, who, there was uh, what Pez Watley, and then that becomes the thing. Like it all became like a you had to have like some sort of shucking guy of, you know, fetch it gimmick, you know, and that's what it was. There was nobody like, oh, guy, this guy is like the man, like, and he just happened to be black. It was no, I'm Shaska Watley, you know, I, I wear it. What was Jack like, freaking? Yes. Yeah. He was wearing a, a freaking uh, top hat yeah. and a freaking tux jacket. Like, you know, let me tell you something about the pistol man. It was. Yeah, the best. <laughs> Looking you back. brought up Ernie Ladd. Ernie Ladd might be like the, the one counter example. I mean, cause he was always yeah. the, you know, I'm smarter than you, meaner than you, tougher than you, dirtier than you, you know? Yeah. And I believe but, it. But like, I think he, feuded with a also feuded with a lot of wrestlers of color so yeah yeah well and also from what we hear uh to quote ron simmons i think ernie lad was unfuckwithable uh, like <laughs> yeah, in real ernie, life ernie in real life like i don't yeah, think ernie, that was ernie something Ladd, that i think was he was real life yeah. mean yeah unfuckwithable um so it, it it just seemed again looking back like those tropes continue on, you know, and Hutch brought up uh, the new day with the bootios. I mean, that's a full on minstrel show. It is mm -hmm. like, let's call it for what it is. Those dudes may be good wrestlers and what both Big E and Kofi Kingston, I think, became world champions at some point. Indeed. But like, it's not good. It's just not, Hutch. I mean, like, seriously, like, in the last 20 years, now you don't watch a lot of modern wrestling, but in the last 20 years, like, who's gotten a push outside of Dwayne to, like, that kind of level? Like, oh, yeah, Kofi, Big E. Uh, uh, they made Mark Henry a champion. Yeah, Mark uh, Henry was world champ, but also started off with a freaking sexual predator uh, <laughs> gimmick where he was trying to have sex with Mae Young and and Moolah. He wasn't trying. Well, yeah. he was. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I, I ain't giving the w, WCW, NWA no passes for sure, but WWE was egregious in this shit. Even in the Attitude Area, lie, cheat, and steal with Eddie Guerrero. Like, I mean, they were just like, let's play into every racial stereotype that we could get just to get heat. And it, I mean, it worked. I, I, it did. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, okay, so yeah. the question becomes, is the business, I won't say racist, it, is it, does it racist? lean into, well, it, does it, 
it leans into these overtly racist tropes on purpose because look now okay but it does and it doesn't all right so <laughs> if wwe tomorrow wanted to be like hey you know we're gonna have the ukrainian nightmare freaking yasef whatever out on there they would never do that at this point ever they wouldn't <laughs> they cannot do the ethnic bad guy immigrant like villain at this point they can't bring out like a saudi terrorist or something like they, they can't do it they would they got gunther right now but would they, they bring right out there, if they aren't there they, i mean they, they, they paint around the edges if they're not in it okay mm. but could they bring out shucky ducky <laughs> So and would okay, anybody so blink an eye if they a, brought out? Let's keep it a Duck. thousand. They would but, definitely blink an eye if they brought out uh, somebody like that was playing a Muslim terrorist. They okay. would. They, 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 but you know what? They would catch a little heat from the Muslim community, and and it probably will walk. I mean, well, it, it probably would go away. That's what I would. In in mm -hmm. 2023, it would go away. With Shucky Ducky. With Chucky Ducky, that won't make that shouldn't make it out of the the ideal room. Somebody in the ideal room should be whatever enough woke enough to be like, no, don't put that out there. Don't mm. get us all fired on this shit. <laughs> but Brother but but let's but let's keep like I said, let's keep it a thousand. Mm. I, I did a little whatever collage of all the racist shit that we grew up with. And we mm -hmm. watched Mickey Mouse, Bugs Bunny. All of them had their little bits of blackface. We all know who Al Josen is, and ain't none of us watched the jazz singer. <laughs> we all watched Soul Man and laughed. Blackface <laughs> did not get unpopular until Ted Danson. That was the first mm -hmm. time I ever caught anybody caught anything for being blackface. Right. Mm-hmm. And that was 1993, which was three years after this fight or quote unquote uh, event. But, uh, same breath, though, they took off a bunch of episodes of shows that had, you know, blackface in it. Like I know Scrubs had like an episode where JD was in blackface pretending to be Turk and right. the freaking community episode of Dungeons and Dragons or whatever, which wasn't even he was a dark elf. Damn it. He wasn't in blackface. And they took that off, too. You know, and it's uh, so it's not like they've like gone away from it or didn't think that it could land anymore. It was just more sporadic. But yes, Ted Danson definitely didn't help. Yeah, Ted, Ted Danson was the first person out that I ever heard that really caught it, quote unquote. And he was dating somebody mm -hmm. darker than me. <laughs> so I'm like, time, so yeah. she, I guess she signed off on it. And they went, it was about a roast, and somebody got roasted and called the N-word several times, mm. apparently. And hey, mm. I hey uh Morton or Robert Downey Jr. did his bit in Tropic Thunder. I laughed at that. Mm. I, I, you know, uh, it, it's this blackface stuff, and we laughed when Eddie Murphy did reverse and coming to America and his little skin on SNL, and Dave Chappelle did his white face. We <laughs> laughed at Mel uh we laughed at uh, Mel Brooks, Brooks. At, in, in uh, Blazing Saddles. We did his uh, indigenous people, whatever. Mm. It, yeah, this shit is it's part of America. Bad mm. America, but it's part of America. Mm.
Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I, 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 keeping back towards wrestling, I just, it doesn't seem that if uh, we'll go ethnic wrestler, but specifically a black wrestler, if they don't have some sort of ethnically specific gimmick, right? That's, the, that's about as best I can get. You well, not Roman, Roman Reigns is head of the head of the table or head of the tribe or what? What's head of the table? Head yeah, of the he ain't table. black. Hey, I he whatever. Oh, Aquaman ain't black either. I don't know anymore. No. It's all whatever. Yeah. I just I, it just seems like if you go back and you look on WWF, you know what? What's uh God? Bianca Belair is the champion or whatever. She's black. She has kind of like a you know always smiling gimmick. She's out there. She has a weave all the way down to her ankles for God's sake, and she's swinging her hair and doing that. Just I'm like. Yeah, I don't see Charlotte doing that. It's kind of there's some safe elements to it, right? Yeah. So let's look. Let's look. Think for a second. Like, who? Okay. So let's let's take for example, powerhouse Hobbs, Mm. big guy, really has built up his physique. You know, got a lot. You know, a lot better build over the last few years. Mm. Has been. You know, when given the chance, has. Um, you know, been able to deliver good promos, short promos with passion. You know, play. You know, definitely pulled his his weight in the feuds he's in. Book like shit, like everybody else. But like, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's an example of somebody who they could probably make money with, mm-hmm. and hopefully would then be rewarded as such. Right. Um, you know, I think one thing you want to see is like. You know, are the, it's just, you know, is, is there a disproportionate benefit for, you know, I think fundamentally we could say like the, you know, are the wrestlers being denied the opportunities? Mm-hmm. Uh, could they be better? Could they be bigger draws if that was even a thing? And are then, are they being rewarded in the same way as anybody else? And so I'm, right. I'm trying to think of like who could be at the top of the card or you know you know be pushed to the top of the card successfully right now and like who right. is who's got something that's missed out and i hobbs is one that comes to mind but really mm-hmm. he's just caught up in the the whole booking is nonsensical so there maybe there is no good example from AEW but like right, right. now like wh- who's a black wrestler in WWF WWE that should be higher on the card than they are. I don't watch it enough right. to know, but yeah, you know, I never I mean, hear like I, Bobby Lashley's. Mm-hmm. You know, apparently not great on the mic. But yeah. he's hurt right now. Is he the one that broke? Yeah, that but he's also been. But he's been world champion yeah. before too. You know, like they got Shelton Benjamin on there, mm-hmm. who's a really good wrestler, but he can't really talk either. Yeah. Like you know. And again, they wind up when they do that, and not different than white wrestlers, they put them in like a faction or a group and have a mouthpiece yeah. for them, which is fine, you know. And I think they've tried their best to move away from the ethnically specific gimmicks. I mean, God, we forgot all about the ridiculous nation of domination, for God's sake, mm-hmm. like the black power. It's just like, God damn it, WWE. Yeah. So, like, I think they're trying to move away from it. But it becomes this thing too. At least for the older wrestlers, do you think they got a chance? Like, hey, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I know you want this push, but you better get out there and shuck and jive to get it. You yeah. know, 
I need you to like get out there and shake the ropes and do what and do a little dance and do all of those bits so that you could get over because that's what we expect. Yeah, no, I I can't think of a good gimmick that failed. I can think of bad gimmicks that got over probably for the wrong reasons or yeah. or or talents that got over despite their gimmicks. But mm-hmm. you know, I don't. I offhand, I'm not thinking of like a a good gimmick that just failed. Yeah, hmm. so, we forgot about Booker T. Yeah, book. I mean, Booker but, T. Uh, you know, got yeah. over. I think on his ability and mm-hmm. wasn't saddled with anything particularly clownish. What? And even when, when well, he got even, to WWE, even when he got to WWE, they played up on like the breakdance move and you know all the catchphrases. Yes. But Fuck that and that didn't face. that was not that distinct from everybody had a catchphrase at that time. Yeah. And Spanaroni was great so. anyway. So yeah, I wanted he 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 cooned face a lot more in yeah. WWE than he did in WCW. Um, and, and broke and, dance and more. Teddy and Long was the pimp, wasn't he, or something? Yeah. Who? Teddy what, Long. Long? Player. Uh, yeah. Player, pimp, Player. Yeah. And slick. No. Yeah. And or oh, Miss Jackie. Now hold up. Uh, it's it just mm, okay. Yeah. All right. Let's get to this match, y'all, because it's only about eight minutes long. When Magnum VB sent it to me, like after he had watched it, he's like, "The worst part about this match is I have to watch it again." <laughs> um, so uh, Hutchinson sent us a videos a couple weeks ago. Like, okay, so Piper is going to come to the ring in blackface. He does his uh, promo in blackface. Half his body is plain, painted black. And on the interviews that came after, he was like, I would have had nothing to do with race. Come on, son. Um, I found Bad News Brown to be much more credible. I thought his yeah. take on the match yes. and, and him in general was mm-hmm. much more credible. And I, yes. I think the story was it sounded like he was supposed to work with Piper on the road and that didn't happen. And then they just had this blow off match with no build. Mm-hmm. And his comment was, if I had to work with him, I would have had to, I probably would have had to beat his ass Kill at some point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, so again, we've talked and, about Roddy and Piper. Notwithstanding, I like Roddy Roddy Piper. As I, I watch, hey, I love They Live as a movie. Well, that's a different. But I, I again, we didn't. I, I mean, we I, I didn't even know about this match until we brought it up a few weeks ago. Didn't really? even know. Because, again, we're not WWE people, WWF people. Like, we just weren't. So, I, I wouldn't have even known until it was brought up. But this is bad, y'all. Okay, so we're going to do the watch along here. I'm going to uh, – I'll share the link when I post a podcast. So, if you wanted to watch along. Go ahead, Hutch. Well, I was gonna say the bad. The bad is that this was thirty-three years ago. The really mm-hmm. bad is that this shit is still going on in twenty twenty-three. Right. Like I just, it's I. I can't imagine they try to run somebody out there in black in blackface. I just can't. But I know they would if they thought it would work. They would do it. WWF would definitely do it if they thought it would work. If they thought it would like create whatever buzz they're, they wanted to, even as a publicly traded company now that they're trying to avoid any other controversies. If they thought this shit would make some money, they would do it. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, Roddy Piper, uh, I've said this continually. I don't get it. 
<laughs> so I have no idea. His his again, his promos make no sense. I, I, He's Canadian. I he he is. Rest in rest in peace. Yeah, this is a R.I.P. match completely too. Um, really, yeah. Bad News so, dead. Too? I thought Bad News oh, still with us. And do you see them videos of him? He looked like he was fent to die in them videos. But he still might be above ground. Oh, he the dead, dead, yo. He dead, dead. All right. Can y'all see the screen? We're trying not to, sir. Yes. I, I, I thought it. this was. Uh, this don't get us uh, blacklisted. No, not from here. If I pulled it from <laughs> YouTube, it would. That uh, ironically, no, it won't get us blacklisted. All right, so we're gonna pull up here. It's only eight minutes. Less wrestling than that. Chance are going up, Roddy Roddy. Look at the future of America. Yeah, this is awful. It is. And it's only beginning. This is horrible. Torture. Like, I don't know how bad news didn't go out and beat that ass at the end of the night. Could have gone out and did this job. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's not racial, right? No. He's doing the jive. He's doing the jive. It's 1990. This is a year after do the right thing. Yeah, Chuck, jive, peacock. How did this make sense at any point? You look at the pain crowd. Yeah, that's fair too, Hutch. I, I knew you were about to make that point. The pain crowd determines what's on the on the mat. You got it right, and here it comes. Yeah. And I don't think the ring is going to be able to hold these two guys either. Now, why is Davis like separating? Tito Santana was catching shit until yesterday. Yeah. Almost caught it by surprise. Yeah, why did the ref they, keep splitting him up here? Like I like like he was about to beat this dude's ass for real in a shoot. <laughs> a lot of punches in this match. Yeah, well, no, I know real wrestling either. But the crowd is hot for Roddy Piper. I like how in the interview he was like, oh, yeah, they, they did the paint all the way over my junk. You can see, like, when he bends over, it's not even into his trunk. Yeah. <laughs> what an observation, sir. Well, because he was on, apparently, he looked like he was, he came off like he was coked out during the interview. Yeah. Bad News was like Professor Bad News Brown, uh, doctorate of wrestling. Yes, exactly. Hello. How are you, sir? Uh, hey. yeah. Uh, when I, and then when he was like, oh, I found out what the payoff was. Fuck that crap. <laughs> but again, I, I, I ultimately, all those wrestling dudes, black and otherwise, always have to make that decision on, do I go out here and shuck and jive and deal with this shit so I can cash this check? Or do I have these principles and not cash a check and you know nobody wants to be envy or put into that position to do it i think i think we all have to make that list every time we leave right 
and you and you make that decision. Taught him some defense, Jess. Check or pray. Wide open for that shot. He's getting. I mean, if again to the for the ref or the announcers not to really reference how ridiculous this is is also ridiculous. It gets worse. I understand. And they probably worked on some of these lines too. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's completely uh, spontaneous. Mm. Piper trying to fight this trapezius hole. Like the trapezius hole. Very trapezius. Six and a no pin attempt. This looks so ridiculous. I can't. I, I, honestly, I really can't believe. Oh, hard head. Nope. We already take the hard head away from the black wrestler. What's he got left? I think yeah. both of these guys just are pumped up so much that adrenaline flowing. They're almost both impervious yeah. to pain right now. Well, now, honestly, I never really heard of Bad News Brown before we started watching this. Had you heard? And that's when the adrenaline wears well, off. I think I heard his name in. prior to today I'll or prior to this is. talk through. You got that but, you know, nothing beyond <laughs> that. I always forgot about Kamala, the Ugandan giant. Awesome. Yeah, but look at it's a nonchalant. Yeah, I tried to put it out of my mind. If you're gonna pin high right, right, you better hook the leg. Poked him right in the eye. But like you I mean, they're still like I said when I do my research and they're like Ron Simmons was the first WWE black champion in 1991 or two. That can't be right. Yeah. Bad news going to the eye. 120 years of wrestling. We've had we've had at least 20 black champions in real fighting. We have a damn a black quarterback win the fucking Super Bowl. Yes. And it took a uh, damn near 100 years of fake wrestling to get a black champion. Oh no. Backfire! Definite backfire! Now he goes Came out with a little plastic the envelope of some kind. It's a glove, Maggie isn't it? It's, it is a glove, yes. It's a Michael Jackson glove. Yeah. Come on. Of course it's going to be That's fair. Uh, but why? Why? Because I mean, that club, the average person who watched Michael Jackson was in 1990. 1990? Mike not wearing a glove in 1990. Oh, right bad air. Look, I mean, it's Gorilla Monsoon. Yeah, I like how they're like, oh, the referee must have cleared this earlier, like back in the locker room. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Although, to be fair, I think bad news Ronnie also works well. So. Now, when I watched this originally, I was like, they're going to fight off. <laughs> Blacks don't have hard hands. It's it just a double DQ. Oh, and he just missed. I have not watched it. That was a fast time. I would assume here the yeah. referee's counted both of these guys out. And we fight Absolutely, off. and there goes the referee. He's down and out now, too. We got mayhem now, Gorilla. Oh, what well, a compliment to stuff. a spectacular case. The brawl is yeah. on Three ball, three ball referees. Let's get the official word. Ladies and gentlemen, both men have to count out of the ring. The official trickle. A double countdown. Maybe it's a double countdown for the match. 
match is not over. The match continues. No, Gorilla, I'll correct you. The match is over, but the fight the action continues. The fight ain't over. Trying to separate these two guys is quite a task. And it's obviously that nothing has been settled here at all. No, definitely not. They don't get another match after this. Like, this is it. Like, this is the blow off, and Only it doesn't come back according to bad news. To hate one another. Mm. All right, I'm stopping this here. Yeah, B. If so bad, Brother B was left the, the, the Oh, what? We lost him. Well, oh, now he, I'm here. He already was. Uh, StreamYard <laughs> struggles for me, so you show That's video fine. and All right. my video. No. That's fine. Fine. So that's it, y'all. That that concludes WrestleMania six and our little discussion about uh other things related to professional wrestling. Mm -hmm. I take, take the blackface uh, away. That match is still miserable, worthless, <laughs> not worth watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah you could have taken it off the pay-per-view for other reasons. As a form of art, that sucked. <laughs> yes, fair. That Completely like fair. Two somethings fucking a bowling ball. <laughs> Damn. Man, that's a way of putting it. Yeah, it's just bad. So yeah, that that's just our thought thoughts about this. That we just been thinking about it ahead of time. So our next pay per view is a WCW one. Uh, we'll come back to that. I think it was Capital, Capital Combat, Combat or something. Yeah, it was pretty awful. But we'll come back to that part. All right. So if you're listening on the podcast version, as the WCW Saturday Night Music plays us out. Um, the producers podcast of signing off. Uh, go ahead, Magnum BB, and sign off. Mercifully, it's over. Thank y'all. <laughs> yes. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, man, Hutch's file of people in blackface is massive. Uh, I, <laughs> I, I don't know if there's a, a how many gigabytes of pictures you have of this, but I it's got, something else. Unfortunately, I got plenty, and we saw I, all I, these I, things. I, but yeah. Okay, well, we're, we'll pause for a second. Uh, I never saw Soul Man. I know what it is, but I have never sat through it. Like, yeah. Yeah, so we okay, saw can all I break your hearts races, real quick? Most of these racist cartoons on Clubhouse 22 or that's fair. Uh, whatever. Uh, we saw them Tom and Jerry's with the black maid. Yeah, and, the mammy. So, yeah, yes. we saw all of them. Yeah, and we knew what they were doing. Uh, yes, sir. Let me let me let me break your heart real quick as the music is playing us out here. Ray Dong Chong, she's MAGA. Oh. <laughs> her her best position. Oh, oh, oh. her. Oh, oh. so yeah. all right. Her best position was doggy style in that caveman movie. Wait, what? Uh, what was that? Not cherry. Was it cherry to fire or what? Something about fire. Yeah, she was getting doggy style. That's her best position. Yeah. All right. Damn, we'll Democrat Republican. Nice. We'll see you guys uh, for the next wrestling show. Peace, everybody. Peace.